guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Okay, welcome to another solo episode of Habits and Hustle. And, you know, I I was like really excited about this topic because, you know, we all hear so much about imposter syndrome, right? Mm. You know what imposter syndrome is, right? Of course. Right. When we, we basically underestimate our own values, our own skills, our accomplishments and all that, right? But one thing that I don't think that I've heard a lot of people talk about is this idea of this thing called Dunning-Kruger effect. Have you heard of this? I haven't. Please enlighten me. So the Dunning-Kruger effect is the complete opposite of imposter syndrome. Oh, like almost like narcissism? No, not like narcissism. It's literally the polar opposite of imposter syndrome because you basically overestimate your values, overestimate your skills. So you're overly confident. Interesting. Because not everybody lacks self-confidence and lacks self-esteem and has imposter syndrome, right? With every yin, there's a yang. And this is a syndrome, I guess, or an effect that is basically the opposite. And so I wanted to talk about it because I think it's super interesting. What's it called? Dunning-Kruger? It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. That is so interesting. You know, everyone always talks about imposter syndrome. I don't think I've ever heard this brought up in the conversation. And you know what's even more interesting is that there's so much rhetoric and conversation about how to overcome imposter syndrome, how to overcome a low self-esteem, how to become more confident, all these things. But yet... What's interesting is once someone actually is confident or overly confident, it's not, it's then like shied upon and like, you're not supposed to be too overly, you're not supposed to be too confident. You're supposed to be just enough confident. I always hated that by the way. Right. Cause I feel like it's so, I mean, that it brings so much sadness to people's life to, to have insecurity and lack confidence. And then when somebody actually does and they, they get that confidence, especially I feel like women, they just get put down for having that, which is so annoying. The thing that I really want to unpack here is then like this, it's like a Goldilocks thing, right? Like what is enough? Like what amount is enough? What is the right amount of self-confidence? What is the right amount of self-esteem? What is the right amount of uh, feeling overly capable? Because like if you are too much, you are kind of not shunned. What's the word? You're... Well, it's just looked down on. It's like looked down right, upon. Right, but like, it's like you're kind of, you're, it's, the, you, people then throw a lot of shade at you. Mm. Like that word I used, yes, it felt like a, very, like a kid's, like exactly, you. I feel very youthful in my oh hat. Oh my God, may as well um, just join TikTok. Right? So, <laughs> Which she's on, by the way, you guys should follow I am her. On t- yeah. And by the way, I do really well on TikTok. Yeah, yeah you guys should FYI. follow her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so follow me on TikTok. <laughs> um, but like, if you are someone who's, just, if you if you do have too much confidence or if you do believe in yourself too much, like then like it's also people like shit on you. So like what at what point is it like enough? Like, is there a barometer that someone should take? Because what <laughs> happens is like when you have that much, then like you're supposed to be, you have to, you're supposed to like bring it down with humility right? and bring it down with being low key about it. Yeah. Like it's kind of, it's a, it's a kind of like this, a very like tight, like it's a catch twenty two. It's a catch twenty two. You have to walk. Yeah, absolutely. Right? But I think the Dunning Kruger, what I'm seeing online, is that it's 
it, it lacks a basis in reality where it's it's you don't have that self-awareness. You actually have very low abilities for something and think that you're phenomenal at it. Well, that's what we're going to get to. Whereas I feel like having the right amount of confidence for something, I think it all comes down to self-awareness, right? Having that self-awareness to be able to say, like, I'm actually really good at this. I've gotten really great results at this. I'm, I'm good at this. And so I have the confidence to be able to pursue this and to continue this and to feel good about how I do with this. But it is interesting because I, I constantly have that in my mind where it's like, am I too confident about this? Am I not confident enough? Am I am I uh, humble enough about this? Am I being too humble about this? Okay, like, this is what I think. It's a horrible I know what you're rock saying. in a hard place. It is. But this is why I wanted to bring up this whole idea, right? So it comes up to the, that's the whole thing about this whole, what's it called? It's called this whole Dunning-Kruger effect is that it's an inflated sense of self. Right, okay? exactly. So this is what I find super interesting. Now, this is my question I'm posing, is that is it better to be in a place of ignorance and actually <laughs> think you're better than you are versus being in a place of constant, like, kind of like self-doubt where you don't ever think you're good enough? Because, again, it's about having the audacity to go after something because the people who actually get what they want is the people who have the audacity to believe that they can, that why not me, that, you know, it's, if it can happen to that person, it can happen to me and like, and feel like they deserve it. So like if they're, if they're going to be winning all the prizes at the end of that, you know, they're going to be winning the, the pot of gold at the end. Maybe it's better mm-hmm. to be that way and have this idea of ignorance is bliss. I actually think that there's something to that. I think it's whether or not you're valuing happiness or... But they're happy. Or improvement, right. So I'm saying if, you're, you if you're choosing... No, no. But if you're choosing self-improvement, for example... I think it's better to have that constant sense of self-doubt where you're going to be working so hard to keep getting better because you think you're not good enough at something that will you will probably improve at some skill or some task a little bit better than if you have this Dunning-Kruger effect. But I think in terms of just life happiness, I think having inflated self of self is is way better. It's like way better. You're going to be way happier. To my point, I think it's way better in the sense that you're living happier. Absolutely. But I mean, I just find it to be so fascinating about this fine line, right? Between not having too much of it, but if you have too little, it's a problem. If you have too much of it, it's a problem. So like, I want to know where is it? Or is there something we we can look at where it says, what, what is the right amount to have? Like, and then at the same point, for what purpose? So then you're not making other people, you're not annoying other people. You're not making other people uncomfortable. I mean... I think having the self, the humility is when you are self-aware enough. Mm-hmm. See, that's where it comes in. I think when you are overly confident, you know you're really good at something, but you know you're also savvy enough to play it down. Right. You know, just to make, but you're only doing that for to other people's, to, yeah. to, for other people's expense to placate other people, so they don't feel that you are like cocky or arrogant. Right. Because it's like a fine line between arrogance and cocky and being confident so I find it interesting and the funny thing about that is like then you're some I'm somebody or everyone is like naturally it's like like psychologically we don't like people who are cocky but we want people who are confident 
Yeah, it's <laughs> it is it is such an interesting dynamic. I would like to live happily in the middle, but again, life is all really just your own perspective. So the way that I see the world is actually my entire existence, or right? it's my whole life. It's everyone's so life. Everyone's I'd, life is their perspective. Right. That's exactly what it is. So I'd rather have like I, you know, I personally would like to improve at things in life. So I do want to be able to have the self awareness to see when I'm not good at something and be able to improve in that area. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to have over like this just overhaul of insecurity that that crushes me and cripples me where my happiness can't flourish at any point so i do think that you have to have a little bit of that delusion to be able to be a little happy so let's okay so let's call it out now so basically having a little delusion is good yeah you need to you need to have a nice middle ground where you're still happy and you're not overcome with insecurity but you have the self-awareness to see where you need to improve Right, which is again my point, it's which is area. what amount is it? Like, well, you it's like the it's Goldilocks. Like every individual, like it's too little, it's too much. What's the just right amount? But that's an individual question. It, it is an individual question, but I would like to explore this Dunning thing just a, a bit further, okay? So here it says they can't seem to recognize shortcomings. Uh, they're a know it all, terrible quality. <laughs> they, t- they tend to have difficulties with their superiors and their peers. I know a lot of people like this. And so what I find interesting is, I guess that right there is my answer. I guess that right there is my answer, right? If you see, if you are somebody who has has the Dunning-Kruger effect, if you have problems getting along with people, and maybe if if you're turning off people, technically, if you're having problems keeping relationships, Mm -hmm. um, keeping a job, those things, then, then it becomes, then it's actually, inf- it's, it's affecting your life. But if it's not, and you have lots of friends and a family that likes you, you know what? And you have a good job, like all the power keep, to you. Yeah, keep going. Exactly. But it is, I like the idea that you, the, the one point that you made there about not being able to acknowledge your shortcomings. Cause I do think that that's one area that I, I value self-awareness in because I think that's how you improve in life. Uh, I, th- I think self-awareness so crucial. is crucial. Yeah. I think self-awareness is the key mm. to, to everything. I think if you know thyself, I say it all the time, know thyself, know thyself, like having the, the ability to reflect and know yourself. A, if you don't have that ability, Ability to have any self-awareness, you're not going to know what you like, what you don't like, what you're, you know, like what to lean into, mm-hmm. um, what you're better at in terms of even personal dynamics with like relationships. I think it's the number one thing. Absolutely. Well, that was so fascinating. Thanks for bringing that up. I love that Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, the Dunning-Kruger effect. So enough about imposter. We know enough. We know a lot about imposter syndrome, and we've heard a lot about this. Now you're gonna. Now you just heard a little bit. A little bit of uh, Dunning-Kruger. So I hope that gave you some kind of insight into a different personality type. And join the Facebook group. And join the Facebook group. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, 
I get straight to the point and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.